Welcome to the Power of Being You podcast, where we interview people who are out in the world creating change by being authentically themselves. Come along with us as we discover tips and tools that you can use to shine your brilliance even brighter. I'm Sarah Grandinetti, and I'm excited to explore the power of being you. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Power of Being You podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Grandinetti, and today I am joined by a dear friend of mine, somebody who inspires me daily, and I get to create with all over the place um, in access consciousness, in my own business, and in um, life and friendship. So this beautiful creature's name is Kate Sarton, and a little bit about Kate. Uh, Kate graduated from college with a BA in cinema production from an avant-garde department. From there, she followed her interest in massage therapy and has been a massage therapist for 15 years. About 10 years ago, she dove into a stress management certification. And about four years ago, she found access consciousness. She's an access bars facilitator, a CFMW. For those of you who don't know, that is certified fucking miracle worker. Yes. And coordinates the social media accounts for Dr. Dane here, access consciousness, access bars, and myself, Sarah Graninetti. She loves to write and create in lots of different mediums. And for Kate, life is the greatest art form that we continuously engage in and evolve. Well, welcome to my friend, Kate. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun to have you on this platform with me. Thank you for joining me. We're so official right now. I love it. <laughs> It's like when you, when you take friendship to a new level, um, <laughs> it feels like we're putting a, like a, a relationship post and yeah. now we're official exactly, exactly. on podcast <laughs> exactly has been featured on friendship level four. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, one of the things I would like to tell, um, our listeners is that, uh, you and I, um, dance daily together. And so this podcast episode will be a little bit different. You guys will pick up on the energy because Kate and I, um, once were, we were both a, um, a, a happy member of a WhatsApp thread called aware holes. Um, which (laughs) (laughs) I'm just outing us, which, you know, (laughs) in the term that Kate coined aware holes was like, you're aware of so many things. And sometimes you just need friends around who can like receive that, not judge you, ask you questions. And I say once, like, as if we're not still part of that thread, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) but there's just, there's a playfulness here and a a vulnerability and an intimacy here. So I'm so grateful to be diving into this uh, topic today, this juicy topic of, I don't even know if this is going to be like one big run on sentence for what the topic of today is. So good luck with the show notes guys. Um, but it's like basically like not defining yourself as one thing, not boxing yourself and needing to get one thing perfect in order to like survive in this world. But like, what does it look like to be like almost like a Renaissance man or woman, like a Jack of all trades, somebody who's willing to dabble, um, and not have to be perfect at any one thing. And so Kate's been looking at this for herself. So I'm going to shut up and let Kate share with you what she's aware of. And I'm going to ask her questions on your behalf. Okay, let's go. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you for all of that, Sarah. Thank you for being an aware whole friend with me. Um, Yeah, well, you know, what immediately popped is you were 
talking through that, I was like, oh, I, I love the term Renaissance. Like there's something about that time period where you can just like feel all of the molecules that were moving and pinging off of each other and like ideas that were happening. And they're like, what if we do this? And what if we do this? And all this crazy stuff was created. And that is the energy that like really lights me up. And what's really funny is that when I wasn't acknowledging that about me and I was trying to fit myself into a box or into a lane or into a career path or whatever. Um, I was doing like the lowest common denominator situation and I even remember this is what just popped as you were going through that when I was in college I literally wrote a poem about being mediocre. Because I had decided that because I could do lots of different things, but wasn't like the master at any of those things that I was fucking mediocre. Like I had completely turned that capacity into a self-judgment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I love it so much. And I can also perceive like the listeners out there being like, wait a minute, I'm not wrong. What are you talking about, Kate Sarton? Um, and you know, too, like, and someone fact check me, maybe I'll fact check myself before this episode is done being recorded. But I swear someone told me recently, I'm not a history buff. So if you're kind of sort of better at history than me, please jump in here. <laughs> but somebody had told me that like the Renaissance period sh- actually showed up after the Black Plague. Okay, cool. She's nodding at me, guys. We're on Zoom. I'm, I'm right. It turns out I'm right. Okay. Based so- on Kate Sarton as a fact checker. <laughs> But it's so cool because we're in these COVID times, right? And so if the Black Plague turned all these people into like these, what we call now Renaissance men or Renaissance women, where they started to ask a ton of questions and get good at many things, like what is actually available here if we go into question right now um, and look at what you're here to like deliver in your ultimate wisdom (laughs) of like not being mediocre of being willing to let that go and to see it as a capacity. So how did you get there? Um, and what tools did you use and help me or, I mean, not me specifically, like I'm asking for a friend. (laughs) (laughs) This is just for Sarah (laughs) personal. I I often invite people on personal podcast episodes. This one actually isn't going to be aired. It's just going into Sarah's library. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's really brilliant. And actually, as you were talking about that, that idea of like what those really challenging times then inspired and then applying that to now with COVID times and what that could inspire. Because what I saw when I was flipping it against myself and deciding that I was mediocre and judging myself for not being able to excel in one thing, um, it took these like very limited specific points of view to flip that on myself. So the way to get beyond that was to start acknowledging and asking questions. And what opened me up to that was the access consciousness tools. Cause like going through avant-garde cinema was mind bending and really fun with creation. Um, but it didn't really give me tools for living. (laughs) So I was like the starving artist who just walked around the nature preserve. And then then massage was really beautiful because now I was like pulling my body into creation of like, oh, like relaxation and self-care and helping people with their bodies was really yummy. Um, But if I was just that in that one lane, it wasn't enough. So it was like every time that I got to this point of not enough, 
there was a question after that of like, well, what's next? And then it took me until very recently to be able to be willing to receive the what's next from like all directions instead of a linear what's next. Because what I did was linear what's next. Oh, I'm graduating high school. What's next? College. I'm graduating college with a weird degree. What's next? Massage school. What's next? Oh, stress management. What's next? And it was like that timeline trajectory. But once I started asking questions and seeing how the space opened up and possibilities started to filter in, and I was also, by people such as you, given a space of no judgment to actually explore like who am i how do i desire to create what's fun to create then i was like well fuck i really like to create in a million different ways but i've had these very specific points of view about like time of like what's possible in a certain amount of time i've had these very specific points of view about um like what's expected or appropriate, like you are supposed to pick one lane and go for it. So if you're a massage therapist, you're a massage therapist and that's what you go and do. If you're a writer, that's what you go and do. And for me, the turning point um, was at 17, I was in high school and I had done the like checklist. I had done all the things. I had a like good group of friends. I was even, dare I say popular because I had friends in every single group. I played sports had a job i was in the like drama team team club i was in the art club i was an environmental club i had really great grades i did all the things and i wasn't actually like lit up about life i literally had the moment of like well now what if i've done the formula if i've checked all the boxes and i'm not happy like what the fuck is life like i just love that you had this moment at 17. 17. like everybody else gets it at like 47 you were like 30 years early <laughs> excelling already kate because yes <laughs> excelling oh my god well but here's the funny thing is that what what i was reflecting on the other day was that when i was really little i was willing to just play and all the and nothing was significant so it was like i would go and play sports or be in gym class and like climb the rope i don't even know if they still do climb the rope because that's like really dangerous to go up to the ceiling <laughs> but anyway i like climb the rope and do it and i would like won the jumping contest and i'm not very tall like i i was willing to play in all these different aspects but there was no significance there was just the like curiosity and engagement and then when I started to shut myself down was when I saw that other people didn't have ease in all the different directions. They usually had ease in one area. So yeah. I started to do this like refined self-judgment of like, I must be wrong because, or I don't get it because look at how much like drama and trauma there is in their life with such and such. So that, like that transition happened. And so what I'm getting back to is almost that childlike thing again yeah. of being willing to play in all these different areas and not have it be bound by time or expectation or yeah can I ask you oh yes I can ask you a question it's my podcast that's why we're here okay <laughs> I'm in rare form today okay so I will also um, give you permission to ask me a question <laughs> when the aware holes show up on a podcast okay um well how much of that is about the lie of like humility and being humble. Yeah. And like, I had the same thing. Like I, I was a, um, varsity letterman as a freshman in 
in two sports and then, um, also played a, a third sport and was like on JV as a freshman. And anyhow, does like, none of that really matters now, but like, I just had so much ease with so many things and with people and with boys and with like teachers and adults. And, and I remember, um, you know, like when you bring this up, I'm like, shit, did I start to go into that? Like must be humble. You know, you can't be full of yourself if you have that. And then in choosing whatever that energy of like humility being the valuable product is, you have to start to turn down somewhere or like, um, like handicap yourself, you know, where you're like, well, I'll give them a head start because that way we can end up at the finish line at the same time. And where that really does turn down your capacity. So with looking at from that place, like, what do you know now, like with the access tools and like, what are the tools that we could leave our listeners like pondering with, and I'm not trying to end the podcast here, but just like, as go on, cause I want to talk to you forever, but, um, <clears throat> like, can we go to that place of like, what's the discovery and, um, how do we like undo that and start to create from like truly being us and inspiring the magic that we, that we be for others to know they can choose. Was that a sentence? I, we'll I find mean, out later. To me. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's roll with that one. <laughs> um, there were a couple that kind of popped at the same time. Well, one is, which is classic being you tools. And like Sarah was my first being you class was, um, and actually really started to change all of this in in this specific area of being willing to self-acknowledge and break that humility thing because I totally did that too and it was I didn't do like um a very defined uh example of like and this is how I will handicap myself so as to be more even with the other people it was it was like this energetic slowdown of like and weird mind fuck of like I desire to succeed and excel, but like, be careful ego, because if you're too egotistical, like that's not good. And that was the loop that I set up for myself. Um, so I remember that first being you class, when you started like poking at some of these things, not even necessarily in me in particular, but with these questions and these tools, like if I was truly being me here, what would I choose? Who am I today? And what grand and glorious adventure can I have? Like, it's like the, um, I don't know, like the energetic self-care or something is what it equates to for me, where like, so you have self-care, we can go take a bath, but this is like, as a being self-care, if you're actually allowing yourself to be all of you and explore and play, and it was bringing back in the play, which was the other thing that I got so much um, with your facilitation and the stories that you told is I realized how much I was dampening my play even to just be appropriate because like, things are supposed to be serious all the time and significant. Um, and I feel like there is, oh, and then this isn't, I don't know if this is directly a tool, but this piece of like, um, like really starting, oh, okay, no, this is a Sarah tool, the putting the pin in the energetic bulletin board of, of acknowledgement of like, oh, I actually really have fun when I write and I have a ton of ease or, and I have a lot of fun playing with video and I really love being in nature. And I started putting these energetic acknowledgement pins in the things that lit me up and then was willing to destroy and uncreate the lie I had told myself that I was actually mediocre for having ease in all these different areas. And, and also <laughs> had to let go of, um, 
I had this experience in, so, and this was part of the 17 year old thing. Cause I was looking at college. Like that was, the, you had to decide my point of view at the time. I had to decide the rest of my life at 17 cause I had to pick the college and I had to pick the track and that was just right. So I put so much pressure on myself and I remember going to the guidance and they had a thing for you to fill out of like your interests and whatever. And you put it in the computer and it was going to spit out like five ideas, 10 ideas of like what might be a good profession for you. And I was like, this is going to tell me the answer. <laughs> and I filled it out and it spit out like two pages, like a hundred things that I could pick from. I love that so <laughs> much. Fuck! <laughs> it didn't give me the answer and it, it actually like and consciousness is fucking cute because if everything can actually be a facilitation it put enough of a swirl in my world that I started asking questions in my own way at that time and I wasn't graceful and I didn't do it with like a lot of the ease that I have now with these tools um but I so I was like undoing that moment of oh fuck I have ease in all these different areas to now where it's like wow I have ease in all of these areas what else actually is available to me and what would be fun to play with today I love I I love that and for those of you who heard Kate talk about being you classes you can go to beingyouadventures.com and find uh, being you certified facilitators all over the world, um, gifting these classes with these tools out of the being you changing the world book, which you can find that in the show notes as well. So <clears throat> that was just my, um, subtle promo. Okay. <laughs> um, because it is like, you know, we're not taught to ask questions. And like you said, it was like, I needed the answer. So I was going to the guidance counselor because they're there to guide. That's why they have that name. Um, and, but they guide from, um, let's get you the answer. Let's get the answer. so you can get on this path so you can stay, you know, linear and, um, often like, uh, not multifaceted, whatever the opposite of that word is <laughs> single something. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So, um, like when we start to ask questions and what access consciousness and the tools, like, um, invite us to is to be in the wonderment and to like, so when you go, like, if I were truly being me here, what would I choose? It's like, wow. If I was truly being me here, first of all, I would not be limited to one choice. If I were truly being me, I would have available, available, um, all of the things that light me up. And then what would I choose? Because that takes you into the, the moment in time, if you will, that you're asking the question, because who you are in this moment in time is going to be totally different than the person you are tomorrow. So what you would choose, who am I, or if I were truly being me here, gives you the buffet of possibilities. And then what would I choose if I were being me shows you what would create in that moment rather than I must choose this. Cause I've always chosen this. And if I don't choose this, I won't be great at this anymore. Therefore, um, I won't have my one singular, um, like trophy to put on my shelf if you will. So, um, <clears throat> I fucking love that. Um, so what does it look like for you to stay in wonderment now that you have access to so much more of what lights you up? I mean, some of it literally is every single day being like, what is that adventure today? Um, and some of it is also being in the gratitude, like literally, literally the things that I have created, even if I just look at work, the things that I have created in my life 
that I am living right now, I did not believe to be possible a few years ago. Like a million percent did not believe to be possible. When I, part of the reason when I graduated with my film degree and then was like, I guess I'll go do massage was because I believed the starving artist thing and that I would have to go move to a big city and like edit for someone or be a PA and that I wouldn't be able to like do my art. And now I live in rural Maine and I get to make videos whenever I want. <laughs> and it's just one of the things that I like, I literally didn't think it was possible. Um, so part of it is being in gratitude and actually acknowledging what I've created. Um, and, and I guess it's the play and, and fun. Like I have more fun probably than someone should on meetings. Um, like yesterday's team meeting was rare form of like hilarious and and not all meetings are exactly like that. But I actually, when I got off the meeting, I sent an, um, a voice note to someone on the team. And as I was like sharing something, I was like, you know what? I said, actually being on a team of kick-ass people is one of my favorite things where like everybody's in it and they're all contributing and we're all like moving something towards something greater. And I'm like, I can actually start to acknowledge now that aspect of like team and even leading teams that before I had compressed, I, there was part of me that hated sports because of all the like politics and the things that happened with it. But I, yeah. I loved playing games, but I stopped playing. This was part of the ungraceful piece when I said I didn't do it all gracefully. I was just like, fine, I'm done with it all. <laughs> just stopped. <laughs> But now again, it's this piece of like, oh, there's there's always more. And this is the amazing mind blow, mind fuck or whatever for me is like, there's always more available. Every time that I've expanded into greater and added in and created, there's always more beyond that. It's just like yeah. it comes in at whatever I'm willing to receive at that point. So every day is asking like, and this is again, this is another Sarah Grandinetti. It's asking for a bigger plate yeah. to receive the things. Cause that was part of the lie before too. I thought I was finite and could only handle so much. And so then anytime I wanted to take on something, I had to let something else go. And so that's part of the wonderment too, is really being like, what else in, in everything? Mm, I love it. And that is juicy. Um, and the bigger plate thing. Yeah. So if, if, you're out there and you're like, how, 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 how Kate, how can I add more to like my plate's already so full. Um, if you look from a different point of view, you can start asking for a bigger plate. Like what capacities do you have to actually create way more and an access consciousness? They actually invite you to have at least three things going on at once, preferably 10, because otherwise you get bored. And the way that a lot of us have been taught to do boredom is to like dive in deeper to perfect something. And which for a momentary um, amount of time, if that even makes sense today, I don't even momentary amount of time. Good. Good on you, Sarah. You're doing great. Okay. Um, <laughs> that will like busy you, but then the boredom will come back in and you're like, oh, well, I have to get rid of this thing that I'm bored with in order to in, like introduce something new, but really you can just expand out and be like, okay, cool. If this didn't require my time and attention right now, what if it's fine as it is? And I can move on and have something else and come back to it when it does require my attention. So that's a really cool, um, tool that you brought up there. Um, okay. Kate question for you. I ask everybody on the show. Um, it's called 
this show is called, I think the power of being you podcast. So if you were to write the show's description, what would you say the power of being you is? Well, what I saw was a thunderstorm. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I mean, really, this is (laughs) what's always hilarious to me is that I acknowledge I have a capacity with like words and writing, but then there's sometimes when it's to like naming something, but then I'm all like, and don't hold me to it. But there's this piece of the power of being you is like acknowledging, and I know I'm stealing this metaphor from Dane, but it's like acknowledging the tsunami that you actually be and surfing on it and like doing tricks on it and like just being in the magnificent exploration and play of that ride and knowing that you being that, like you claiming and owning your power of like exactly who you are, that ripples out in the world in such a multifaceted, multidimensional way. Um, The power of being you is acknowledging that without requiring the proof of it is just like walking and being it ah, that was really good i feel like you should meme that like kate Parton <laughs> meme yeah because like like acknowledging your potency and not requiring the proof of it um because so often when we start to play in our potency we slow down looking for validation from others so that's fucking rad. You're fucking rad. How'd I get so grateful? So grateful. I am grateful. <laughs> How'd I get so lucky? How did you get so grateful? <laughs> <laughs> I have so much capacity with gratitude. Um, uh, but um, to have you as my whole friend, I am so grateful as previously stated. <laughs> um, if you guys want to find out more about Kate, you can find her at, tell them Kate, that's your cue. Oh, that's my cue. Um, KateSarton.com. Uh, at Kate Sarton Dunn on Instagram. Those are probably the two best places. Yeah. Okay. And it's D-U-N-N, not D-O-N-E, just in case you're listening. Kate Sarton Dunn <laughs> on Instagram. Okay. I adore you, my friend. Thank you so much. And um, I look forward to seeing you all in the next episode of The Power of Being You. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Power of Being You podcast. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more information about Being You or to learn more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com. How much fun can you have exploring the power that comes with truly being you?